Henry Ward Beecher said of the Sabbath, A world without it would be like a man without a smile, like a summer without flowers, and like a homestead without a garden. Almost two years into a global pandemic and months of face masks, we all know what it is to miss a friendly smile. A summer with no flowers would be painfully bland, and a homestead without a garden, well, it would leave us all starving, wouldn't it? There is no exact way to practice Sabbath, and this is a place where all manner of ideas of rest and peace converge. Whether you observe a Sabbath rest for religious practice, spiritual and physical renewal, financial necessity, or any number of other reasons, you're welcome here. This is the Sabbath Slowdown Podcast, hosted by Rachel Ashworth, and we're glad you're here. Today is Friday, January 14th, 2022. Have you rested since we last spoke? Two weekends into the year, have you practiced Sabbath since January 1st? In our time together, we've talked about how rest can benefit everyone and also how Sabbath rest is not reserved for the religious, but can benefit everyone. Everyone can and should rest. In our last episode, I spoke specifically about burnout and how rest can combat burnout. If you haven't caught that one, pause and go back to listen. With that said, I hope you do come back to this episode, and I'm glad you are here. This episode will look at relationships and how they can add to or take away from our Sabbath rest each week. On this day in history, in 1969, the USS Enterprise off the coast of Hawaii experienced a devastating fire which resulted in the deaths of 28 sailors and the injury of more than 300 others. 15 aircraft were destroyed in the explosions and it delayed the ship's departure to Vietnam by 51 days. The cause of the explosion, one lone rocket accidentally detonated, which resulted in a series of other explosives going off, allowing jet fuel into the ship and a devastating fire. We all know what a chain reaction can do when fuel and explosives are involved. We just talked about burnout last week, and what is burnout but a series of of explosions going off as we scramble to put out fires here and there. I know I sometimes feel like I'm running between work and kids, schooling and finances, housework, and church duties, all in an effort to keep the ship afloat. Let this be our lesson from the USS Enterprise, though. Throughout the 60s, there were numerous similar fires aboard U.S. naval ships. It was only through those experiences that measures were taken to prepare and prevent future deaths. This one, the explosion of the USS Enterprise, could have been much worse had these changes not been made. What changes will you make for yourself today? 
what will protect your Sabbath rest this week. Before we move on, pause this episode and jot down something for me. Answer this question. What has interrupted your special time of rest this week? Now that you've identified the problem, see if you can determine a solution. I won't assume all of you listening are married, but I have to assume you have relationships. You're a daughter or son, maybe a mother or father, maybe you have a significant other. I'm sure you have co-workers or other working relationships. If you're a boss, then you have employees. You're in a relationship with them. I know as well as anyone that when you're experiencing a rough patch in a relationship, it can steal your peace. It's like that rough patch of dirt tears up the topsoil that produces the flowers. What you're left with is dry, cracked earth on a dry day or a messy mud pit on a wet one. On the other hand, if you have a particularly great relationship, you can use that to find peace on your Sabbath. The seeds planted in that relationship can become a beautiful garden to share on a Sabbath rest day. We'll talk about those rough relationships another day. Today, moving closer to February and Valentine's Day, we're going to focus on the good relationships in your life. If you've been following along, you shouldn't determine, you should have determined what day of the week or time of day you can take rest, I hope. If you haven't been here that long, again, go back and listen to the first two episodes. Now, back to those good relationships. There is a concept called resting in connection, which is modeled after the mother-child relationship from birth. Babies form a fast attachment to their mother. If they don't have a mother, they form an attachment to a foster parent or a nurse. Once a secure attachment is made, there is a trust bond that allows each person to freely be themselves and to explore that freedom. Too many have grown up without the secure attachment that is most important when it comes to making relationships later in life. Do you have a secure attachment with a spouse, friend, or family member? If you struggle with a certain relationship, we will work on bringing peace to those, but in a later episode. For now, I want you to think of the healthy attachments you do have. Within what relationships do you feel most like you can be yourself? Who is your person that you have on your mind when you need to vent or when you want to celebrate a victory? Who makes you feel safe and who do you enjoy spending time with? First, I have to say that I hope these healthy relationships are appropriate. If your healthiest attachment is with someone who you shouldn't have this intimate relationship with, you most likely know that already. Gauge your own emotions as you ponder this question. 
If your person is someone of the opposite sex who isn't your spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend, you may need to put that relationship into a box for another day. Finding peace in relationship is about non-problematic relationships, one that ones that are healthy and safe and happy and honest. With that said, I hope you've thought of the person or people you have this special bond attachment with. Now that you have, I want you to consider what it might look like to bring them into your Sabbath rest. Maybe you'd like to visit them for an hour or invite them over for a meal at your house. Maybe they don't live near you, but you can both make time to speak on the phone or video chat for an hour or so. Whoever it may be, look at the things you like to do together and use that as a starting place. If you like to fish, go fishing. If you like coffee, grab coffee. The activity isn't the important part. The relationship is. In the first episode, I talked about Sabbath being for everyone, Christian, Jew, anything. The people who have kept the Sabbath for years and years can teach us a lot about it, though. The very first Sabbath, according to Jewish and Christian tradition, was so that God himself could rest after creating the world we live in. Did God, the most powerful entity in existence, need to rest? Most likely not. Part of this first Sabbath rest was to spend time in the Garden of Eden with his created beings, man and woman, Adam and Eve. Did God need to spend time with the non-angel creations? No, I don't think so. For that matter, did God need to create them at all? No. The reason I believe God created mankind was for happiness, for relationship. The reason I believe God took a break after creation and spent time with his creation was for the same reason. You can let the Sabbath be the same for yourself and your family. Do you need to take off from work and interact with your friends and family, even do something you enjoy on this day? No. You could lie on the couch all day watching Netflix and eating potato chips and salsa. But you will feel better if you take a rest, a real restorative rest. If you enjoy the people around you on this one day, you will enjoy them more every day. If you call your mother on this day, you will think of her more often through the week. If you make time for a special person in your life on this day, even a moment, a text, or a phone call, they will feel special for the rest of the week. The attachment you have will be made stronger with every effort and your healthy attachment with this person who brings you confidence, trust, and peace will become stronger as well. So, now that you know which relationships bring you peace, invite those relationships into your special Sabbath. Once you invite those people into your space of peace and rest, resolve to keep the peace during that time. 
Do not allow criticism and drama to take root during this space in time. Negativity like gossip, complaining, bringing up past trauma or drama, or bickering can still exist within a healthy relationship, but you may want to set a boundary for your Sabbath hours. Shutting down this type of disruptive content from your dialogue on your Sabbath rest day will decrease its frequency throughout the week. You see what's happening. By practicing a Sabbath, you really are setting a precedent for the rest of your week. By leaning into the healthy relationships on your Sabbath and abiding by healthy boundaries within those relationships, those already thriving relationships will grow even healthier for the rest of the week. Don't believe me? Try it. For the nature lover's moment, I have to tell you my favorite thing about winter. It's the snow. Here in southeast Missouri, we get more icy rain than snow, and when it does snow, it makes the cold worth it. Without snow, winter is nothing but gray, cold sky and brown, frozen earth. Snow transforms the whole season into absolute magic. Last week, we got two full days of beautiful snow. This weekend, we look to have a little more, so I'm excited for that. And so, the Nature's Lover's Moment will be a little poem from a book that belonged to my grandmother. The book is Golden Moments by Grace Noel Crowell, and the poem is called Cardinal in the Snow. Cardinal in the Snow Here he comes, a spurt of flame, red against unbroken white. Here is beauty without name, here is color, fire, and delight. His sharp whistle is as clear as if summer wrapped him around. A gay, heartening thing to hear when the snow is on the ground. With no other life astir and the winter loath to go, there is nothing lovelier than a red bird in the snow. It is a beautiful picture of a cardinal sitting in a tree and a snow scene in this very, very pretty book of poetry that was my grandmother's. Thanks for listening to that, and I hope you enjoy nature as much as I do this winter. Before I share the simple Sabbath recipe for this week, I have a confession to make. I have been and sometimes still am the girl that skips breakfast. I struggle with this meal because it seems like it's either too heavy or too light or too sweet, right? Well, this recipe from Taste of Home is the perfect combination of two of my favorite things shepherd's pie and breakfast. This is the shepherd's breakfast, and it is simple as promised. Feel free to jot it down 
or don't stress because the link will all be in the show notes. Here we go. This recipe should take 30 minutes and make eight servings. You will need three-fourths pound bacon strips finely chopped. You can use imitation bacon or, like myself, use turkey bacon. One medium onion chopped. One package or 30 ounces of frozen shredded hash brown potatoes thawed. Eight large eggs. One half teaspoon salt. One fourth teaspoon pepper. One cup shredded cheddar cheese. In a large skillet, cook bacon and onion over medium heat until the bacon is crisp. Drain and then reserve one fourth cup drippings in the pan. Stir in hash browns. Cook uncovered over medium heat until bottom is golden brown. This should take about 10 minutes. Turn the potatoes. With the back of a spoon, make eight evenly spaced wells in potato mixture. Break one egg into each well. I bet you saw that coming, didn't you? Sprinkle this with salt and pepper. Cook covered on low until eggs are set and potatoes are tender. This should take about 10 more minutes. Sprinkle with cheese and let stand until cheese is melted. That's it. That's all it takes. I told you I promised a simple Sabbath recipe. Enjoy. At the beginning of this episode, I ask you to jot down something that has hindered your Sabbath practice. I hope you do this and take measures to stop it. Set boundaries around your special time of rest, like you would dig a moat to protect your castle. The boundaries you place around your Sabbath time is to protect you from outside influence and distractions as much as to protect from the inside. You can be your own worst enemy when it comes to rest. This is because of the culture of hurry we are so accustomed to. Don't let it be your downfall. Set boundaries that will help. You may find you need to shut off your work phone, avoid your email, keep the television unplugged, pack up and go camping. Who knows? Only you do. Take one thing that is gumming up the works and deal with it this week. That's all. We don't want to overdo it. And this shouldn't be work anyway. It should be rest. Until next time, stay rested. This has been the Sabbath Slowdown Podcast, where we learn to slow our pace and find our place. Make sure you subscribe for easy access to future episodes. If you'd like to support the Sabbath Slowdown Podcast, share it with your friends and leave a review everywhere podcasts are available. Thank you and stay safe until next week.